Hello everyone, and welcome once again to If We Can Just Say, we're coming to you live on location from my childhood bedroom. With me as always is my wife and lovely co-host, Jessica Cargo. Hi y'all. That's right. I'm coming at you live from a room that has seen no action. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. We are a PC podcast, folks. I feel like I've got to say that. PC or PG? Ooh. I'd rather be neither, but yeah. whatever. You make me do it. Yeah, wow. Um, so, yeah, it might sound a little different this week uh, because we're not in studio. We're using just a computer this week, so uh, you might hear Soph crunching on a bully stick. bully stick in the background. You might hear my mom in the background. Um, we're kind of winging it. It feels very weird not yeah. to have headphones and a mic on. I feel like I'm not really doing this, so... We'll see what happens. I'm also in a lot of neck pain. I don't I don't know if I've got like a chronic neck thing or like what or if it's stress. I'm incredibly stressed out with work right now. I've got a big project that's like a one lady operation and I feel all of the pressure on me. I feel like people's livelihoods are at stake. I feel like if I mess something up, people don't get paid and I have a heart attack. So I'm getting a little nervous about that. It's funny as you rise up in your career because I said to Steven, I'm like, I kind of liked when I was just like the person that did the tasks and had people above me telling me to do the tasks. Now I'm the person like in charge of the tasks and Although the pay bump is nice in this area, the stress level can sometimes be... We it, we in our field of IT, we like to say getting our hands dirty. We'd rather get our hands dirty than be sitting in meetings all day. Yeah. So... But um, I don't but know. I'm, I'm a get my hands t- dirty type of person. I'd rather be doing the actual work versus making decisions on what gets done because those people are just driving me nuts. Thank you. Yeah. That was incredibly rude. Present company I can barely turn my neck. I've got stress. (laughs) I'm sleeping on this horrible pillow. And like, I was driving in like pitch black (laughs) rain to get here. And I'm stressed out. And now I'm just an annoying person to him, apparently. Oh my gosh. She has to turn her whole entire upper torso to turn her face to see something. She can't just turn her neck. She's got to turn her face. She's got to turn her whole upper body. Happened to me was in February and was a precursor to COVID. No, that was the worst one I had in February. This one's like okay. I don't know. It's just stupid. Anyway, we are here in Paris, Tennessee, the France of the South, coming at ya. Yeah, we got uh, fish fry this week, the 70th anniversary of the world's biggest fish fry. Yeah, so you'll hear all about that on our next episode. Yep. So we're here for that. Also, my family's in town. well, my fa- family lives here, but also family, other family besides us came in from out of town. So, so that'll be cool to s- see a bunch of us that we haven't all been in the same room since Christmas of 2018. Yeah. So this will be pretty cool. So, um, yeah. So that's really what's been going on, getting prepared for that. Yeah. But something that we did a while ago and we didn't talk about was we ordered the wisdom panel for a little Sophie baby girl yep. to get her DNA tested. Ever since we got her, I've wanted to get her DNA tested. Steven always thought she had a beagle tail. And she's got, she's a pity, but she's got a softer face. So we thought, you know, what, you know, what is she? So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, per wisdom panel, (laughs) Sophia is 66% American Pitbull Terrier and 100% good dog. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's what they put on there. So she's mainly Pitbull Terrier. She's also Staffordshire Terrier, a little bit of Bulldog, and a tiny bit of Boston Terrier and Boxer. So basically, she's a Terrier, which I could have told everyone from the way she tears through the house. To do. Wow, I was going to say the way she tears through toys, man. She rips through a toy or food that, you know, treat that we give her, man. She'll rip through that in less than a minute sometimes. They do say, too, they give you, like, little pity facts, and it says um, 81% of pities are playful with other dogs. We have the 19 percentile yep. of pity in that one. Yep, we sure do. And it does say 67% of pities are adopted. I'm not surprised because of yeah. what people have done to pities. Yeah. You know, they were raised to be nurse dogs. They were protective nurse dogs raised to yep. be in the room with the baby, and then... You know, the worst creature of all took over man and ruined yeah. it. Yeah, their whole purpose was to literally sit in the room in front of, like, the 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 baby's... Like, bassinet. Bassinet or, or, or whatever, and face the door. And if anybody came through the door that wasn't somebody they knew, their job was to protect the baby at all costs. Yeah. And it's crazy, because, like, they were the most loyal, protective smart dogs and then you know yeah tons of people have turned them into fight dogs and all kinds of stuff and it's just it's awful but our little pity mix is just the best but i've just always wondered when you've got like a mix you got yeah. a little mutt you you just don't know what they are so yeah. i gave her the wisdom panel you have to do like two swabs once like between her um lip and teeth like in her jawline yeah just swab two of them and send them in and you know so then i was just nervous that i didn't have enough material on this so i think i i think perhaps i'm just nuts and i'm just always anxious apparently i mean I've as i get older now that i think about it i've been saying that for a long time what is happening do i need to be medicated uh it's possible it's possible that was rude <laughs> um so i want to try meditating and uh, see if i can yeah Bring yeah. myself down. Yeah, try that. Speaking of, uh, am I crazy? Uh, uh, record store day was Saturday, and I am, I'm losing my mind because I couldn't go to where I wanted to go. Uh, which was... oddly enough, Paris, Tennessee doesn't have a lot of record stores. No, <laughs> no, they don't. The best record store to go to is Walmart, uh, which I I did purchase uh, Luke Combs' first album, which was pretty cool. Um, uh, what you so see what is, you're telling me is you got a record on Record Store Day. Yeah, this this one's for you too. Uh, the special edition version of this one's for you. But no, um, they don't have the closest record store. I think is like two hours away. Yeah, so I wanted to go to uh, Dearborn Music because uh, an artist that we like, we've talked about on the podcast before, Kip Moore, releasing uh, his second album on a double vinyl, uh, Wild Ones, which had never been on vinyl before. Only on record store day, only like 1500 and then he released an email of all the stores it was going to be at, Dearborn Music, 10 miles from our house, being the place that it was going to be in our area. The other place in Michigan was going to be somewhere in Kalamazoo. So, um, and here we, we, we drove down on Friday, so it's like, I, I can't be there to get that. And I called them, I'm like, man, I, I called them and asked, you know, will I be able to call an order on that day? And they're like, no. 
but any extras will be available on Sunday. So on Saturday, I had Jess call and be like, we had a family emergency. We had to leave town. <laughs> it was my idea, yeah. And and, uh, and they were like, well, I'm sorry, but our, the guy was our, very ex- nice about my our extras will be up. On, uh, hopefully, we'll have them up on our website at 8 a.m. on Sunday. I got news for you. I'm refreshing the page right now. It's not available on their website. So when we're done recording, I'm calling because they open at 11 a.m. So he has set an alarm to do that. I had to get up early yesterday to buy um, Glenn Hansard t- swell season tickets. Yeah. Glenn Hansard and... Uh, oh, my gosh. I'm, I can't believe you don't know that. Her name... your people. Her, her name is not, uh, it's not... Anyway, I had to buy swell season tickets yesterday. They were at... Um, they're going to be at Frederick Meyer Garden in Grand Rapids. If anyone has ever been to Meyer Garden, it's really cool. They've got a lot of sculptures and stuff like that. Her name is Marquetta Erglova. Yeah, I was going to say So her, her and Glenn Hanger yeah. formed the Swell Season. If any of you had seen the movie Once, yeah. they were the two people in Once and all their original music and stuff. So he never really tours. He usually does a lot in yeah. Ireland because he's Irish yeah. and he's coming. So... We he's, bought tickets for that. He's Irish and she is uh, Czech. Yes. And that's why I couldn't remember how to pronounce her name. I needed to look at it because her, her name is so not pronounced. Basically, like. we have a thousand concerts to go to this summer. And although you didn't yep. go to Record Store Day, you did buy a record and you did get concert tickets. So. Yes. And I did this past week go with Ricky, uh, my buddy Ricardo, um, to see August Burns Red at the Royal Oak Music Theater. And, uh, man, I tell you what, they had a band from, speaking of Ireland, uh, they had a band from Scotland called the, uh, bleed from within and they played two songs. And I was like, I don't, I don't know this band, but this stuff sounds really good. And then in between the second and third song, the lead singer decided to talk to the crowd. Um, and when he talked to the crowd, you could tell the energy in the room changed because everybody was like, Oh crap, these guys are not from here. The accents coming through real thick. He said some stuff that was like kind of us Americans Sc- really Scottish respond to an accent, and it was just like it changed the whole show. And they were so good live. I highly recommend seeing uh, Bleed from Within. They were great. Like um, I got a good uh, picture of him being on the crowd for the last song um, and screaming lyrics while he was on the uh, on top of the crowd, which was pretty cool. Crowd surfing. Um, but they were good. Uh, the, the second band was the devil wears Prada. I don't know. Maybe they were having an off night, but their show seemed like it was kind of uh, like, I don't know. It, it just seemed like it was kind of all over the place. There wasn't really a flow to it. Like it felt like they, I don't know, maybe they just disjointed. Yeah. It felt disjointed. Like maybe they just weren't all together. I mean, some of their music is good. I like, they played a couple of their old songs, which I, which I knew and, and enjoyed. Um, the new stuff is okay. Um, but I don't know. I just felt disjointed after watching the bleed from within and how like together they were. They've been playing for 17 years. Not Devil Wears Prada has been playing for close to that long, if not that long, but just, I don't know. The bleed from within felt like they were so much more together than Devil Wears Prada. And then, you know, dead last was the headliner, um, August Burns Red and August Burns Red is, they are a band to see live. They are so talented. It is insane what those guys can do on stage. Um, their bass player and one of their guitar players, after four songs, they traded instruments. And then 
the bass player play guitar for three songs and did guitar solos and stuff, and then they switched back. And I've never seen them do that before. Um, plus, their drummer is amazing. Their lead singer is amazing. Like, their whole show was just like, Ricky and I stood there just in awe. And I've seen August Burnett several times before. I don't know if Ricky's seen them before, but Ricky looked at me at one point and was like, the talent that these guys have is absolutely insane. Cool. They are so technically sound. Um, they they write what's called progressive metal, where it's very dual solos um, and a lot of stuff where the guitar players and the bass player are playing the exact same thing and it all sounds together. Um, but man, fantastic show. Plus, Royal Oak Music Theater is a great place. And all three bands were like, what's up, Royal Oak? They didn't say, what's up, Detroit? Like, almost yeah, everybody that comes from that. out of town. Yeah, almost everybody that comes from You're out of town does Clarkston that. Clarkston at Pine Knob, and they're like, what's up, Detroit? And it's like, well, I don't know. You got to travel a little ways to ask them. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> couldn't tell you. I don't know. Uh, but, but, yeah, yeah, so everybody was, all the lead singers were like, what's going on, Royal Oak? And it was like, all right, cool. They know where they're at. That's nice. One funny thing, you bought a hoodie there. And oh, as yeah. we are in the country, no, you boy. never know what you can discover. And I was going to the bathroom and something was moving along the wall. So I screamed for my husband, who was just gabbing away with his mom, not listening. And then I had to finally scream for him. I only heard you the once. I yelled three times, thrice, if you will. <laughs> oh, and then boy. him and Soph came running. And I was like, is that a slug? Is that a slug slugging up the bathroom wall? And he was like, yeah, just get a piece of Kleenex and kill it. I said, Look. I didn't say kill it. I said, get a piece of Kleenex and flush it down the toilet. Well, I hope it doesn't live down there and can crawl back up. No. Slither itself back up it's not gonna to your slip. nether regions. It's not going to slither itself back but up. This, he, is, this is not the James Gunn movie Slither. Come on, get it together. No one's seen that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Pam from The Office is in it. It's pretty funny. Her name's Jenna Fisher. I don't think she goes by Pam from The Office. <laughs> anyway, so he came in to kill that, and as he was bent over doing it, I was like, hey, brand new expensive hoodie that has two holes in the shoulder. What oh, is this about? Yeah. So we took a look at it, and, you know, you buy merch at the concert. You spend all this money. You grab it. You're not inspecting it. They give it to you, and it. this is the first time he's worn it. It has two little holes in it, so um, I composed an email to Mr. <laughs> August Burns Red, and we'll <laughs> yeah. see what they say. Yeah, I mean, they run their own store, and they're on tour right now, so it might take them a little bit to get back to us, but... But, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's unfortunate to have two holes in it. And then the slug went down the toilet, and so did the hoodie. <laughs> oh my gosh she's ridiculous anyway oh my gosh i feel like we're all over the place yeah it's a little bit a little bit talk about disjointed if we can just say it's a bit disjointed <laughs> that's what happens when we're not in studio and we're kind of winging it a little bit i know um, but uh yeah so traveling uh yeah we left after working so normally we leave at like 7 a.m we try to be on the road because it takes us a good 10 hours to get here with stops and we do gain an hour when we're coming here which yeah. is nice so you know instead of arriving at 11 we arrived at 10 but we normally will leave at 7 in the morning but this time we worked till about noon yeah. and got on the road at noon so honestly that wasn't as bad it didn't feel as bad as i thought it would no, but we changed drivers every time we stopped. Every like three to two to three hours, we. I think that drivers. was good. Normally, he drives. He has driven the whole way before, or normally he has me pull in the la anchored like the last couple hours. But I told him I was like, I I'm gonna be tired. I can't be the one driving at eight o'clock at night. 
But oddly <laughs> enough, who was driving in the pitch black pouring rain at 8 o'clock at night? That was me. Yeah. And yeah. I said, once we get into town, I need to switch because I don't want to be driving in this little rural community in the dark. You know it better than me. Yeah. yeah. But it was nice because then that meant we didn't drive our entire Saturday. We were able to do stuff. Your mom wanted to get a new TV. We got the new TV. You got it hooked up. You hooked up our sound system. We hung a curtain. Like, we did all the stuff that we wanted to do for her on the trip on that yeah. first day, which is nice. Yeah. Because we'll be working a few days, and then we have a couple days off for all the fish fry and just hanging out. Yeah. So. And yesterday, I realized that I left my Fitbit charger at home, so I had to order a new charger. So, that's great. I also left my SodaStream bottle at home. I brought my SodaStream machine, but no bottle. So I had to order a bottle on the way down. Yeah. So just, you know, you always forget something. Like, it's just, uh, we always leave something behind. Like, I'd, I'd be fine if it was like a toothbrush because I can just go buy that anywhere. But, like, it had to be something that I can't buy in store that I got to go buy on Amazon or something. My main thing is to make sure that we don't leave anything behind of soaps because yeah it's she has specific things and yeah. it'd be harder to find oh speaking of self yesterday <laughs> yeah so we're hanging up the curtain rod and my mom has a uh my my dad trapped a fox when i was a kid and got it uh um mounted on the wall taxidermy uh done or whatever and uh well yesterday i was hanging the curtain rod next to it and i hit it and knocked it down uh, knocked you know part of it off the wall so i ended up taking it off the wall and i set it on the floor Walk, it also looks like, like it's growling it, it it does and uh like i set it on the floor didn't think anything about so she didn't even blink at me no big deal and then just all of a sudden i go to climb the ladder again and then i hear her start growling and then she starts barking and i'm like oh no because she knows. She knows exactly that it's that... It's an animal. It's an animal, and it's got teeth, and she ain't happy about it. Yeah, she was not happy. She was growling at it, and then yeah. um, Rebecca picked it up to take it in her room and put it on her bed, but Soph can get in the room because there's no door. It's a curtain. So Soph had her front paws on the bed, and she's like... Yeah, so... And she's growling, and we had to put it like in the laundry room. And then when we brought it back in, she growled at it, but as soon as we put it back on the wall... Nothing. Yep. I think it was also it being at her level. It was basically like there was a growling fox sitting in the living room with her, and she was like, jumped back like, whoa, where did this come from? What's going on? Yeah, like, what is, what's this going on in my grandma's house? I don't like this at all. Yeah. And it went yeah. into protection mode, which is cool. Like, she understands, and that's, you know. Because your mom always talks about getting a cat, and she's like, oh, boy. Oof. How do you think? I think she now understands why we say, if you get a cat, we can't bring Soph anymore. Yeah, no. Like, this is your house and your life. I'm not telling you what to do, but if you get a cat, we can't bring Soph. Like, Soph almost killed a dead fox. <laughs> so, what do you think she's going to do to a live cat? <laughs> I mean, it's not going to be good. Oh, my gosh. She almost killed a dead fox. Yeah. That's hysterical. Oh, man. That's that's very funny. So, I will say one thing about this trip, though, that I'm excited about is we don't have anything to take back. Uh, yeah, I mean, unless we, like, I don't know, unless we buy something, which probably is not going to happen. But, yeah, this trip is... The only thing... We, like, this trip will be the first time in a long time that we haven't had to take anything of mine We back. usually go to Burks and buy her... Burks is kind of like a tier... We don't have them where we are, but it's like... A tier under TJ Maxx, kind of similar to like Ross, Burks, and I get soft toys and stuff there. So I bought her stuff there, but 
Normally yeah. we we brought stuff for Rebecca. So like we're leaving things here and not taking things back, which is awesome. Though, yeah. and as I say that, I just remember you had talked about going through the shed and going through some of those glasses. So yeah, I might, might be might get some more stuff. shooting myself in the foot right now. Possibly. It is, but it is I will possible. say that we will have room. If we have to bring a couple things back, we will have room because of everything we're leaving. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, because we, we brought some stuff for my mom, a record player, uh, yeah. surround sound for her TV and stuff in the living room. and We brought a dog bed for Soph to leave here, and I brought a yoga mat to leave here. Yeah, so, so. That, that kind of stuff's not going to go back with us, and that'll nope. be nice. And we don't have to pack the car, but we have space if we do get something. Yeah, exactly. Which would be cool, so. Um, yep. But, uh, but yeah. That's about it. That's our hodgepodge, random, I guess, grab bag episode before we get into yeah. entertainment. I know somebody's chomping at the bit over here with his album anniversary spreadsheet. I don't know. I got some stuff. I can see it. Normally, I can't see where the magic happens on the spreadsheet. <laughs> I got some stuff in there. So, uh, Taking the sheets. What? So, uh, like I said, we are a PC podcast. So, uh, I don't know why. I, I, don't, I don't know why I have to remind her. You keep saying PC, and I think you mean PG. So I feel like we just error. Uh, yeah, yeah. Error. Um, so our first up anniversary is one that I actually missed last week. Wow. Yeah, I missed one last week. Um, Aerosmith, Get a Grip, 30 years old on uh, on 420 from, from 1993. I saw them in concert once. Yeah, I've never seen him before. I've always wanted to see Aerosmith. Um, I I loved this album, man. This album was great. My friend and I drove to Cleveland to see Aerosmith on a Saturday and then drove home at, for Sunday to see Blink-182 at Pine Knob. Wow. So it was quite a weekend. That sounds great. Yeah. That's two shows that I'd, that I'd love to see. That'd be awesome. Um, so that one's from last week. So uh, the rest of them are just taking place from uh, this Tuesday all the way until the following Monday. Um, so, uh, we have a, uh, 28 year anniversary from 1995 of Bob Dylan Unplugged. Nice. Yeah. Um, which was the first time that I heard the song, uh, Knocking on Heaven's Door by Bob Dylan because mm -hmm. I had only heard the Guns N' Roses version, which I have to say is, uh, no offense to Guns N' Roses, but it is horrific in comparison to Bob Dylan. Mm. Uh, Axl Rose destroys that song for some reason, which I like Guns N' Roses, but that song is not song, not a song they should have covered. Yeah. Um, but uh, And then we have uh, two albums uh, from the same band, one on an 18-year anniversary called Four, the Roman numeral Four, and another one on a five-year anniversary called When Legends Rise, a band we're going to see this summer, Godsmack. Oh, yeah. So, uh, um, oh, y'all, I'm pumped for that. Yeah. So, Godsmack, uh, two albums in April. Um, and four is pretty good. When Legends Rise, I'm still, uh, getting into and still, uh, learning. And Sully uh, is used so to. good live. Like, I've seen him like five times. I've seen Godsmack, and I'm just, I can't wait. I, I've never seen them live. I've wanted to see them live. I cannot wait to see them live. My friend and I used to go every time. Oddly enough, my friend that I did the Aerosmith and Blink 182 with, we were concert friends for a while. Well, we were friends, friends, but we did a lot of concerts. Uh, I just hope that Sully also has a uh, drum set so that they can do two drum sets live. Because I know he plays drums as well as sing and plays guitar. So I hope to see him do all those things. We'll find out in uh, 
couple months. Yeah, so that'll be cool. Uh, last one on my list is a 25-year anniversary uh, from 1998. Um, a little band called Eve Six. Mm, which album? The first one. The one with the fly with on the, the fly front. On it. Little inside, inside Out. Little Inside Out. I prided myself on knowing all the lyrics to Inside Out by Eve Six, and I definitely pride myself on knowing all of the lyrics to Flagpole Sitta by Harvey Danger. <laughs> if you guys don't know that song, you might want to check it out. It's a good one. Wow. It was in a little movie called um, Disturbing Behavior with James Marsden and I believe Katie Holmes. Yeah, a movie that's not worth... Uh, the song the is all you anyway. need from the movie. <laughs> So, um, anyway, yeah. yeah, so that's our album anniversaries this week. We did, we are a little behind on keeping you abreast of our, oh, sorry, that wasn't, was that okay to say abreast? <laughs> keeping you abreast of our Sunday night movies. Yeah. We have quite a uh, variety. So we will start with one of my most recent Sunday night movies, which was a, um, who did it? It is an animated film. Um, it's. Pixar. Yeah, Disney Pixar called Zootopia. Yeah. It came out in 2016. I've never seen it before, but when I was trying to find a movie, I'm horrible at picking movies. I don't want to watch anything. He's always like, look at your list. I'm like, I don't want anything. I don't want any garbage on that list. Like, I don't want anything. So I was looking up <laughs> animated movies on Disney and I was like, oh, this looks like a buddy cop movie. And so we watched Zootopia, which stars the voice talents of Jennifer Goodwin and Jason Bateman. And, and Idris Elba. Yeah. Well, and a lot of people, Jenny Slate. But they're, Jennifer Goodwin and Jason Bateman are the stars. She plays a rabbit, a bunny, who becomes the first bunny cop. Yeah. And, you know, they try to keep her down like, oh, bunnies can't be cops. Look at you. You're so little. And then she teams up with a fox who they always say is a predator yeah. unwillingly. And they, you know, solve a crime. So yeah. I highly recommend it. I think it's great. There's also a little um, Zootopia six-episode series. Yeah. Very short, like eight episodes, but it sort of fills in um, some little gaps. Or not even gaps, but just little offshoots of other characters' storyline. Like you see a sloth having um, a date, a dinner date. The sloths in the movie are fantastic. Yes. You see like a little episode about the bunny's parents, things like that. It's really cute. We watched them after we watched the movie. Yeah, it, it fills in some gaps. Like, she, like at one point in the movie, she saves a donut from crushing, like, some sort of rodent. Yes. And, like, you get an episode on that rodent to see what happened before, to see why in the world the rodent yeah. was in the way of the donut coming down. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. So, that was good. I recommend that. Definitely family-friendly film. I enjoyed it. Um, the next movie I picked, and it took me forever to pick it. I picked it last week. It's called Dog with Channing Tatum. Yeah. So the story is that he is an army vet and he has to transport this German shepherd named Lulu to her handler's funeral in Arizona. Like he's coming from like, I I don't know, maybe Montana to Arizona. It's a long, a long trek. I thought it was, yeah. Because it's cold. He's chopping wood in the winter in the beginning. Yeah, he's in like South Dakota or something. something. Yeah. But he's got to drive her there. And she has, she has been through war. She has PTSD. She has yeah. some aggression. She has some issues. It makes sense. And he's, I mean, he's kind of a dick. 
He's he's not he's not a smart uh, he's, he's not smart on being a dog dog. No, he's, he's got his own stuff too from being a vet and his own issues and his stuff that he's got going on, and so it's kind of like the story of them taking this cross country journey together and like you know what happens to their relationship. I liked it. I didn't think it was like overly done in like a sappy way. Some of Channing Tatum's scenes, I was like, he's an idiot like what is wrong with him yeah but i liked it i thought it was good i did find myself crying a little bit and then i looked it up and i guess the story came from channing tatum had a little pity rescue named lulu that he got in 2008 he had for 10 years and then she was diagnosed with cancer and he took her on like a cross-country road trip so it's not the exact story of course but it's based off of that which i thought was really sweet yeah, I I liked the fact that um, that he was kind of uh, kind of a tribute because yeah. at the very I don't know why they put it all the way at the end of the credits, but they said in memory of Lulu, Lulu. and I was like, ma'am, they should have put that up at the front I of the credits. Think as soon as the movie ended, there should have been a picture of Channing Tatum and Lulu. Yeah, that would have been cool. But you know, no one asked me how to do things right. Yeah, they should though. Uh, but yeah, there should have been something like that. But uh, I did like the fact that it was inspired by that. I thought that was yeah. cool. And I, I mean, it was really just there are they meet some people along the way, which are kind of funny interactions. But it's basically just them two, and yeah, it was good. I I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. And you think about like these dogs and what they go through, and then what the army does with them once they come back with issues it's they yeah. come back with similar issues as people except you you know and they the, don't just put the people <laughs> down <laughs> but also at the same time they get treated a lot of the way the people do where they're treated as kind of outcasts and, yeah, exactly. and don't want to spend the time to help uh um rehabilitate them yeah so but yeah man it was it was great um they used three dogs uh for the movie one of which did like 80% of the movie and the other two uh, did the other. But um, very, very cool. Very, very cool. I, I, I enjoyed that movie a lot. Another rando pick by Mr. Ogle here one Sunday afternoon <laughs> was a little known movie from 2009 called Fired Up. I say, hey, tigers. Oh my hey. gosh. I love I had never Fired seen Up. it. And I always thought it was, oh. it just looked really stupid. And I will tell you, it is stupid. But if you grew up in like, so this came out in 2009, but if you grew up on 90s movies and early 2000, like Can't Hardly Wait and Bring It On and, yeah. you know, all of, uh, she's, she's, she's all that. Yeah. All of those. <laughs> All of those movies, like, you will like this movie. And I will uh, say, like, I I thought the guys in it, Eric Christian Olsen and Nicholas D'Agosto, I thought their characters were going to be... I thought I had everything pegged completely. Yeah. And I, I wasn't... I didn't. No. Nope. They were better than I thought they would be, and they made different choices than I thought they would make. I mean, overall, yes, it's a predictable movie, and it's so ridiculous, but yeah. it was actually entertaining. It was funny. I I didn't want to like it, but I did. Um, also, it had Sarah Romer, Molly Sims, and uh, uh, Dan- Danielle... Danielle Eccles. Eccles. Um, plus uh, uh, David Walton and uh, what's the guy? Uh, uh, John Michael Higgins. 
they all had small smaller yeah. parts in the movie. But man, yeah, it's like, one of those movies where like like I said, you know all those times in the nineties and early two thousands, like you're gonna know everybody in it. You're gonna be like, so, they look familiar, they look familiar. So my buddy Stu introduced this movie to me shortly after it came out and um uh, so I, I we we text you know every now and again, but most of the time it's messaging through Instagram and stuff like that, and even like talking through Instagram messaging and stuff. And uh, I sent him a message, and all I said was, "I say hey, tigers," and he literally replied back in less than ten seconds and was like, "Hey, tigers!" in all caps. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like this movie, it's quotable. It's very funny. Those two, those two main guys are just they play off each other so well. Um, which you were telling me that uh, Eric Christian Olsen is in in he in one of your procedural shows or not one of the ones you watch. Thank I, you for I don't know which one. getting that right. He's on NCIS LA. I do not watch it because it's very weird. So Paramount Plus has all thousand seasons of NCIS regular. It has NCIS <laughs> New Orleans in NCIS Hawaii, but it only has the current season of NCIS, L- NCIS LA. So I haven't watched that one. Yeah. Um, so, but, but anyway, yeah, he's on that. But you said he was on that and he's kind of a similar character. Yes. I think he's pretty much the same character and everything. And I was like, man, I'd watch him in that, I guess. Cause I think he's funny. Well, it also has LL Cool J who you like. So, uh, I mean, come on, you can't go wrong with LL Cool Ladies J. Love cool J. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not a lady. I'm not a lady, but but but, uh, I'm not a lady, but I like Cool J. He's lads love Cool J. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Um, But but yeah, that movie is fantastic. Yeah, we recommend. Next up is a classic from 1985, (laughs) year of my brother's birth. Oh boy, Cocoon. Cocoon. Yeah. Stars one Mr. Wilford Brimley, and here's something that I saw on the internet recently. <laughs> they say right now Paul Rudd is the same age as Wilford Brimley was when he filmed Cocoon. So I want y'all to go watch Cocoon and be like, "Wow, that dude is Paul Rudd's age." Yeah, that's just... times are so different. The way like the way people age, the way people take care of themselves, just all of that stuff is so different. Though I would be interested in Paul Rudd's regimen because I don't think that he's human. Yeah, something. I'm not certain. But anyway, this is a great movie. We got Don Amiche, Wilford Brimley, Hume Cronin, Brian Dennehy, Steve Gutenberg, little old yeah. 80s actor, Mr. Gutenberg, <laughs> Jessica Tandy, Maureen Stapleton. Like, it's so good. Yeah. Um, it's about a group of elderly um, swimmer, elderly people living in like a community who like trespass in this pool and they find out that they're sort of feeling younger and spryer and stuff. And it's from these cocoons that are in these pool that contain aliens. Yeah. So it's their little adventure and it, it's so crazy, but yeah, it's great. It's great. I love cocoon. It's so good. And all the guys in it, like, I've, when they start getting the spring in their step, like, when they could barely, like, kind of, like, move to go, and then they, they're sprying on the dance floor, and yeah, it's great. Cocoon is great. There is a sequel called Cocoon Returns. I have not seen that. It's Cocoon The Return, I think. Apologies. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, that movie's not 
that uh, the sequel was not good at all. But I had to buy this on eBay because Amazon didn't sell it. Um, you couldn't buy it. It's not streaming anywhere. None of the streaming services have it. Yep. I had to find it on DVD and make sure it was a America region, like a region one, because a lot of them weren't. Yeah. But yeah, you got to be twelve ninety nine. Well spent. Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. Um, yeah, Don Amiche was was a fantastic actor. I I, I enjoyed oh, yeah. him. He he was great. Him he, and Wilford Brimley are they play off each other very well in that movie. Don Amiche well. is in one of my favorite old movies called Midnight with Claudette Colbert. Oh my gosh, I love it. I I. It, the the movie plays every Thanksgiving to uh, around Thanksgiving, but it's trading trading spaces or trading places um, with Eddie Murphy, Donna Miche, and um, uh, movie Jamie Lee Jamie Lee Curtis and Dan Aykroyd. Some of the some of the dialogue does not hold up, but still, Donna Miche plays a rich white guy who's a jerk very well in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of racism. Yeah, that's a bit of that. So it reminds me of you sent me a clip yesterday of Robert Downey Jr. being on the Joe Rogan show. Yeah. And they were talking about Tropic Thunder. If yeah. any of you have seen Tropic Thunder, it is freaking hilarious. Robert Downey Jr., what he gets away with in that movie is hilarious. And he said that most of the people got mad at Ben Stiller because of Simple Jack over yeah. him <laughs> yes. being an African American guy. And Joe Rogan asks him, and this is what made me think of when you said trading places. Joe Rogan says, do you think you could make Tropic Thunder today? And Robert Downey Jr. is like, oh, well, yeah, you could make it. But, <laughs> and I'm like, that's how I feel about like trading places. Like, there's so many movies that I was like, oh, you could make it today, but it wouldn't go well for you. Yeah. You know, so. And his character in Tropic Thunder is a white guy who. He's an actor that really immerses himself in the roles. Yeah, like he gets he gets uh his skin pigmentation changed yeah. so that he can be a black guy in a movie. Like it's so I remember watching it in the theater going, I I cannot believe I'm seeing this yeah. right now. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. It's also a movie that starts off the ver the movie with a trailer for a movie. And yeah. like I was seeing it in the theater with Jared and Jared like yelled at the people in front of us because they were still talking, and like they were like he, he they were like it's just a trailer. He's got no, it's not. It's the movie. The movie has started. Like pay attention. Like Ben Stiller's on screen. Like yeah, I love that movie. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it's a good mm. movie. All right, next up, last thing we've got for you today on a little bit of a shorter episode is the continuing saga. Apparently, until he's using a walker. <laughs> Indiana Jones. So Jess had never seen Raiders of the Lost Ark. She had never seen The Last Crusade. She said she had seen a movie, but she couldn't remember which one it was, and that was Temple of Doom. So we watched Raiders of the Lost Ark, which um, is a awesome Indiana Jones movie. I the think first one could yeah. have stood alone, could have ended right there. I think it 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 started um, a trend for having these movies of which. You've got a guy looking for buried treasure and made it, brought that back in a way that like older movies didn't have the special effects and the, uh, the actual, you know, stuff to do that kind oh, of yeah, stuff. Oh yeah, it kicks, like there'd be no national treasure movies without Indiana Jones. Yeah. For sure. So there wouldn't be the Uncharted video game series or Tomb Raider. That kind yeah. of stuff wouldn't exist without Indiana Jones. Um, so Raiders of the Lost Ark, the first film was very great and we, we watched I it. I enjoyed it a lot. Cool in, in the way he is portrayed, I think it's super cool to take 
like a what you would call like an archaeological professor in college who what you would normally think is like stuffy and boring and yeah. make him be like an adventurer i think it it did something for like people to look at that field as more of an adventure and maybe like think of it more like that as opposed yeah. to just like a stodgy like you know yeah guy droning in the classroom yeah so i liked that movie i thought it was good that movie's good um temple of doom i i've seen that movie several times but we could not make it back through and that i told movie because i had told so him bad. i was like i had seen it he's Sometimes he makes me rewatch a movie that I've seen, so it's in the correct sequence of other movies. It is like living with a just, and I was like, <laughs> I don't want to watch it again. I've seen it, and we are halfway through. Kate Capshaw is deplorable in it. Oh. She is so annoying, and it's not even just her. The writing is terrible. The writing between her and Harrison Ford, the lines are terrible. I mean, you've got Short Round in it, who is adorable, and yeah. he is he's great, And but it's like he can't carry this movie, and we made it halfway through, and I was like, I don't, I've seen this before, I don't want to watch it again. Neither of us are having a good time, and I don't understand <laughs> why I have to sit in my house on a Sunday evening and not have a good time on purpose. So, we flipped over and went to The Last Crusade, which, in my opinion is where the Indiana Jones movie should have ended. There should not have been any I mean, more after that. I literally ride off into the sunset on horses. What more do you need? Like Or camels, it, or horses. It, uh, I believe they're camels. Yeah. Um, but and it's, I even put aside my issues with Sean Connery and his wife abuse. Um, and I thought it was a good movie. It is fantastic. Yeah, I liked uh, it. Every, every part of the movie is great. Um, I, I, that movie is, is the best Indiana Jones movie. It's the best well, it's the most well-rounded movie. It has comedy. It has serious. It also has it twists. Has, oh, yeah. It like, has some twists and turns that you don't expect. And the humor between Sean Connery and Harrison Ford, they play off each other so well. And I've yes. said that several times already about other things that we have uh, uh, talked about today. But it's true. Those two on screen are just natural together. And it was cool to see a young Indiana and you learn where his name came from. River Phoenix plays him as yep. a kid, which was cool. Yeah. So it was cool to see like that that backstory. Yeah, where he gets his hat. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. How he gets his hat, like, and the Indiana's not his name actually. Yeah. It's the dog. Yeah, it's the dog. But yeah, that's it's... where my viewing ended. Though he didn't make me watch the Crystal Skull. No, because that movie is not even. It shouldn't even be recognized as a Indiana Jones film. Um, and then the new one's coming in June or July, and I, I don't know, I don't know if I want to go to the theater. The Crystal Skull was so bad and so disappointing, I just don't know what they're going to do with this movie mm, to make it. You don't. I don't know, because it, it, eventually it's probably going to end up on Paramount, and I feel like that's just probably where we'll end up watching it. I'm not sure yet. Depends. But well, I have it, no it's, problems with that. It's literally like, it looks like it's going to be the geriatric version of Indiana Jones. And I'm just not and interested. As you know, we're not ageist. I loved me some Cocoon. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I think that they should have made a transition like they do with most characters yeah. and most things into somebody else. Like that, if they wanted to do another Indiana Jones, when they did the Crystal Skull, they should have then made somebody else carry take that torch and be indiana jones harrison ford could have been like a one-off character that they like met in that kind of a passing of the torch but 
when you have your characters literally ride off into the sunset, like that, let them go. Yeah. And that was, I mean, uh, last crusade, was that in 1989? When was last crusade? Let me uh, pull that up. I just had that up on my phone. Last crusade, 1989. So like literally like the crystal skull didn't come until 2008. Like they, they should, they didn't need to make another film. They were done. Like that was it. Um, I feel like, um, that was that was that was it. They didn't need to do yep. any more after that. So um we'll see. I don't know, maybe we'll watch we'll watch the other one, I'm sure, somehow, but I don't know if we'll go to the theater for that. It just doesn't I don't know. Crystal Salt left a bad taste in my mouth. I thought it was awful. So Yeah, I wouldn't know, but I didn't have any desire to watch it. Yeah. And I don't have any desire to watch the new one either. I'm so granted like there's some movies that I have no desire to watch and you have me watch like Fired Up and I enjoyed it, but you know. Well, Fired Up is a great film, that's why. Oh gosh. Well Alrighty on that note. <laughs> yeah. So um You guys will hear in our next episode all about our more of our Tennessee adventures and our ride home and yeah. fish fry and all that jazz. But for now I think we're gonna let you go on a shorter episode you can find us on facebook instagram twitter tumblr wordpress if we can just say um 918 at gmail.com like listen subscribe apologies if this was a little bit all over the place but <laughs> that's what it's like to be in our brain sometimes <laughs> yeah well that's kind of what a trip is when we make a trip to tennessee it is kind of all over the yes, place so we're trying to give you that feel yeah yeah didn't even have to try it just kind of happened so uh, I believe that's all we can say this week. Bye, y'all.